Hey, what's up, everyone? Mark Thomas here at Interface Technical Training, and you're listening to the ITIL in the Trenches podcast. Time to dig in. Hey guys, Mark Thomas here. Hope everyone's doing well. Hey, I, I just came out of an, an Idol Foundation class, and you know there was a question that came up, or several questions that came up from some of the students, and it was really around problem management. Because there's always some confusion on when you should close a problem ticket. So let me walk you through my thinking on this. And, of course, I'd like to, to link this back to the IDLE framework and some other frameworks as, as, such as COBIT and things like that. But let's talk about the process here. When, when do you open a problem ticket? Well, I can look at recurring incidents. Uh, I may have a major incident or I may not have an incident at all. We could have a proactive problem ticket, in which case, say, um, a continual improvement team says, hey, you have some key performance indicators that just took a nosedive. We didn't have any incidents, but it'll give us a chance now to take a look at uh, solving that problem before it becomes a big problem. So those are some ways in which we open problem tickets. So let's walk through the process. Once we create a problem ticket, basically what that's doing is it's chartering a project team for us. And when we have that team, we do root cause analysis and we try to analyze and come up with the, uh, the, the root cause. And you guys know there's no such thing as a single root cause to a problem. You have multiple root causes, but you're trying to find out the most probable root cause. Now, the ideal situation is that you come up with the root cause you have a known error, you identify a solution, and you deploy that solution into a production environment through, say, approvals through your change control practice. But what are some things that might happen that might extend this problem ticket? So you might say, we, we can't come up with a solution immediately. So therefore, we have to have a, a known error and a workaround, in which we store those in some type of database. Most people call those a, a known error database. That way, if the incident comes back up again, you can use that, that workaround to close the incident. Well, here's what happens is if you ever had one of those problem tickets that lasts forever, right? It's the problem ticket that never ends. And so you just don't know at some point, at some point you need to say, uncle, hey, we can't fix this doggone thing. So what are some parameters around how you might be able to fix those things? Well, I kind of think back to some shows that I've watched. You remember the uh, the old shows and you have them on TV and, and they're the, um, the cold case files, right? So you have the investigators that are trying to solve a mystery and they can't recreate the crime scene. Well, the same thing happens to us in problem management. We can't recreate the conditions that caused that major incident. So in that case, what do the investigators do? They close it out as a cold case file. Folks, I'm telling you, do not keep problem tickets open your entire life. If it's a cold case file, you close that problem ticket out, but it's the closure status that's important. You close it out as unresolved because just like the detective do, detectives do, they may go back and reopen that file if something comes up that maybe gives them a hint at what that root cause was all about. So that's one of the ways which you close a problem ticket. Of course, the common, most common and the preferred way is if we deploy that solution into a production environment, we validate that those incidents have been resolved, then you close it out as a successful problem ticket. But sometimes you may also have a problem ticket in which you identify a workaround and your management says that workaround is now the final solution. Well, are you going to keep the problem ticket open? No. Well, it's no longer a problem because your, your stakeholders have decided that the workaround is the solution. 
It's all about the closure status. So you can close that problem ticket out as the workaround is the final solution. So there's a lot of different ways you could do it. I just don't want you to read the text literally and think that a problem ticket has to stay open until you have it completely resolved. It's all about having your notes in on the closure status. And I hope that will help you out a little bit because that is a question that comes up in every ITO class. I'll keep you updated on some of the other tough ones that come up here in the future. Thanks, everyone.